Welcome back to Thoughts May Vary, the show with hot questions and even hotter wings. The day that we get the guy from Hot Wings on here. Sean. Hot Wings, what's it called? Hot, hot Ones. Hot Ones. Hot Wings. You know, that's, that's the joke I made in our trailer. I know. Yeah, that's going to be a big full circle moment for us. Did you see they came out with a Walmart thing where you can buy little chicken nuggets and they give you three sauce packets of different levels heat and like do a, they have a whole thing that of we should do it next time I come do. up. Let's do we it next should. time I come up and put it on YouTube. We've been saying that, Meadow, for I, I think a full calendar year. I know, probably. Guys, I need you to know that today was the day that Mariah Green came on the podcast and we have been trying to make this happen. Everything. For so long. I love this woman so much. You will hear our birth story. <laughs> our friendship birth story. Birth you will story. hear it live on the pod. And Meadow, you got to meet her for the first time. Oh, I truly I truly think she's my best friend now. She really has this incredible ability to just spew out the most beautiful one-liners oh yeah she she drops bars yeah she speaks in really really um good metaphors like she finds such beautiful metaphors to describe what we're talking about yeah you clearly i struggle for me to be eloquent (laughs) there's gonna be a lot of pauses in this episode because she says something and the meta and i just look at each other and just process I had like I chewed on a lot. I chewed yeah. on a lot. I want you all to know about the amazing person that she is. So Mariah Green, I'm like, how do I even start this woman's bio? She's it start, near- all starts with the last name. It's a hint for her green thumb. It's actually her last name. And she owns a company called Greenpeace. Mm-hmm. And she's a New York based. You know, she grew up in Japan. Shut up. Oh my God. See, mm-hmm. we have so she's much a plant stylist and consultant. Mm-hmm. She's a former fifth grade teacher and graduate from Bank Street College of Education, mastering in general education and literacy. She also went to GW, which is the college that I went to. Shout out. Shout out GW. And she's brilliantly blending her background and upbringing paired with her inherent and undeniably nurturing nature. She really is nurturing such a good word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I'm reading her bio. So she basically has this incredible plant consulting business called Greenpeace and she tends to all your plant needs but more than that she is it's exactly that she's the most nurturing grounding multifaceted like fucking boss ass bitch presence Mm -hmm. stands but not in girl boss way Mm -mm. not in Mm -mm. a loud girl boss way in a very like grounded I know my worth I know my strength exactly I know my boundaries yeah but I'm still learning it's the duality we love and we strive for. And we talked a lot about that in today's episode. We talked a lot about the process of still growing and learning and what that looks like in relationships. We talked a lot about mm. interracial relationships. This is her first yes, time did. dating a white man. And we talked about all of the facets, is that the word to use, that goes yeah. into that relationship and all of the sort of, as we said it before, like the hoops and a lot of that like personal through. growth things, like growing mm-hmm. as a person, growing alone, growing through, you know, difficult times, sharing those difficult times with others, learning to grow with someone versus alone. It was a, it was a lot about just personal growth and development as human beings on this fucking spinning planet rock through the universe. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> it was. No, she Hall says it all. Hall says, "Stop talking, so people can listen to the episode." It's true. Please Mariah, we adore you. 
So does Mahal. All right. I'm like, do we just wait for her to shut up to say bye or do we just end it? Oh, Aaron grabbed her. Okay, bye. 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 Um, Oh my God. Well, Well, I'm glad you're better. Are you feeling better? Who knows? Who knows? Now, I am feeling better. Right. But it's, again, it's the type of thing where I'm like, oh, I'm tired. And then, like, your body is just like, bitch, I told you. Yeah. 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 Classic. Well, hopefully, after this, you can do nothing for the rest of the day. No. But it's okay because I'm going to Mexico on Saturday. So, (gasps) okay. I can't explain. No one actually cares that I'm sick because I'm going away for two weeks. I'm going to Tulum. Uh, Oh, for two weeks. That's amazing. With the boyfriend? Girl, yes. (gasps) Wait, for two weeks? Yeah, like 10 days, but we're going to extend. Yeah. Wait, just in Tulum? Just in Tulum. You are going to come back so fucking zen. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Don't even bring your phone. Like, just, yeah. No phone, no laptop. Yep. So yep. I'm like, am I okay right now? No, but I can push through. For oh, you're days. this close. I know. This close. Okay. I need to suck it up because then everyone's getting my out of office. I'd rather them get it next week than this week. Then, oh, that's so true. But then you it's need to. The rest of you're not sick there. Right. That's the other thing. Yeah. Carrot that's, juice. I don't know go. what it's doing, but WebMD said do it. So I'm doing it. <laughs> So here we, we are. <laughs> um, we're so happy that you're here. I feel like we've so been happy. trying to make this happen for I a while. Like, it's an honor. I saw Cole on the show and I was like, oh, yeah. hell, not him on here before me. I don't think yeah. <laughs> Meta, like, you know that. You guys want content? Okay. You're like, call me Meadow, up. Meadow, you know Mariah. Mariah's a fellow DC Student. Oh my gosh, I don't think I realized that. No, that's all yeah, to GW, no. just like oh, me. Meadow, it's so nice to meet you. So I know, fun. we haven't even, I do feel shit. like I, I know you already, but it is so nice to meet you. You too. We love it. We love oh connecting all the people. Yeah, I cannot believe that you're a fellow GW person and that like we didn't overlap or like. But you're in New York or LA now? I'm in New York. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, we found each other through AD brought us together. That's what I was going to say. Gabby made my career. No, what? (laughs) What? He gave me the platform. No. No. Paint the picture. Give me the story. No, Gabby wrote a story that was easy to write because Mariah's fucking incredible. She's saying a story like I wasn't in Arc Digest with my kids from the block on the stoop looking bomb as hell with my makeup done like oh I have a little plant brand she took me from little plant brand to like google her yes no bitch. no weren't you in the times would you say weren't you in the times though before I know but that was it was me not to like shame anything but it was me with like three other people and I was yeah like, but do you know that's how do you know that's how that happened though because listen I'm not like look at me giving credit away from myself Who? because <laughs> My boss, my old boss, we have to, you, you got hand selected by Amy Astley. Yeah, wait. Okay. Give me the picture. Paint the picture. How, so how are you guys okay. not at GW? No. So oh, okay. I was already, I was, I can't believe I don't You're the same this. year? No. Oh. Right? We don't discuss age on this show. We don't discuss age. Okay. No. Sorry. Oh my God. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's I'm literally your scene. Scene. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, you're so right. I don't want to. I'm probably the oldest. I don't want to out myself. (laughs) It's fine. Meadow looks 12, so it's okay. Okay, I'm painting the picture. I'm working at AD, and my old boss, the one and only Miss Amy Astley, 
we had whatever at this point I was writing for the magazine and your article from the times landed on my desk from her. She literally gave me the article. She, she would always do that where she would like rip stuff out of newspapers and like write all over them. And she had like ripped that article out of the times and was like, we're doing a story on like different people that like work with plants, blah, blah, blah. Like here, I want you to like, write some of them and like yeah. gave me the article and amy like is anna wintour you really were hand selected like you by the creme de la creme i'm like actually tearing up i can't believe i never <laughs> told you that <laughs> that's so cute i can't I believe i never told you that. though i and not to sound overly annoyingly humble but i i know that i'm like good at my job and i'm good at what i do but i also always wonder how what were the conversations leading up to me receiving this email who was in the room and who knows about what and because i don't want it to be like oh this is a hookup mariah you got lucky it's not that it's always your work then means opportunity Mm -hmm. but hearing this other side of the story and then they were glad that i haven't told you this until now no don't because it now has an evolved meaning you know and i literally just took it to framebridge to get framed You know that I have, I have, um, I so I wrote yours because it was a feature that you each, all of you each got a page right. or like a half page or whatever. And it was a feature about all I these different incredible page. plant people. You got a full page <sighs> and you got the shoot. The shoot that you had was amazing. So I think I wrote you and I wrote the plant queen and okay. which were like two of my freaking favorite people totally. ever. And I'll never forget. I have this. The I have a screenshot of the email that you wrote me after. It's in my favorites on my phone. because oh. it was the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. You sent me. Are the we about to make out right email. now? Yeah, Stop I think we're about to make out. <laughs> we're the three best friends. At. I'm just lopping myself in here. <laughs> and now we do. We're all best friends. And so now we're here. Our thoughts may vary. <laughs> oh my! Wow. What a journey. What a journey. Truly. It's it's unreal. I don't yeah. Okay. We're so I happy to have you. A hard time today. You're also already we say we you were notorious for saying this, but we literally have so much to ask you. You're already going to have to come back for part 2 as well. <laughs> like we know we have like, we have so many things we want to talk to you about that we're like we know we're going to get through one. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get through literally one. Shit. Ask me the shit that you're not allowed to ask. It's <gasps> really hard. Like let's Oh, she's challenging Cole. Like, Look at her yeah, face. Yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> Those Adam, are fighting words. Mariah always, came with fighting words today. <laughs> it's always like, what's your favorite plan? Or what do you recommend for beginners? And like, no. God bless America. Sure. Yeah. I love a good Monstera, but also. <laughs> do you have a right, cat? She's acting out. Oh my gosh, it's fine. I have a dog that always acts out on this podcast, so she'll fit right in. <gasps> Is she she'll, up there? Yeah, so she'll hop on the stairs and she'll go on top of the entire kitchen and run the show. So She I'm doesn't st- eat your plant up there? Because my dog will eat my plants if they hang too low. If she ate plants, I would not be able to afford to have her. No. Yeah, okay, fair, 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 fair. contradiction to the business model. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, babe. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, no, okay, we're gonna... we so we accomplish things. Okay, okay, great. So we start every episode by asking all of our guests what they're unpacking, and then Meadow and I selfishly go first to like talk about ourselves for a second, slash give you a moment to like think about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we also don't like telling people in advance because I think it's like more fun this way. 
And it could be as light or deep as you please. Yeah. Right. So like, for example, no boundaries, no rules. Well, I, some boundaries. No boundaries. Meadow coming in with the boundaries. It's Women's so, History Month. Oh, oh my God! Today's the first day of Women's History Month. Look at this. Today's March first. People are going to be listening to this not on March first, but that's okay. We're listening to it a week later, but that's okay. We're in Women's History Month. Look at that. Um, what am I unpacking? I just told Meadow right before this call. Oh. Okay. Okay. It came to me. Okay. It came to me, unless you want to go first. No, I was going to remind you what yours was. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, so I have been thinking, okay, a lot about this. And I'm everything in me is taking not to say the sentence. You know, I went to Hoffman. Everyone here knows I did this. <laughs> Everyone in the podcast knows I went to Hoffman. But recently, I had a call with one of the teachers from there. Just when I was like going through a moment, and I needed a quick little refresh with them. Mm-hmm. And she helped me unpack the concept that all of our patterns have skill sets and it's sort of the concept of honoring like your shadow self in a way mm-hmm. and understanding that you can keep those skill sets without letting your pattern run your life and that's a concept that I've had a lot of issue with because that's a face I made right because mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I first mm-hmm. went to Hoffman and I basically we went through like a day of like getting rid of all of our patterns and like getting rid of this like shadow self on this dark side. I woke up the next day feeling very empty and feeling very lost and very like, who am I without this persona that I've created for myself essentially. And so what she sort of reminded me of is like those things have skills and you're allowed to keep those skills. So for example, like one that's really helping me now is like, I always think about the concept that like, for me, it's, I'm very closed off with people in the beginning, even though like I literally talk about my feelings for a living, but like Mm -hmm. I'm very closed, but that pattern. So while that's not good and I'm learning to lead more with love and like vulnerability, that pattern also has the skill set that like it essentially allows me to like put distance between me and a situation And that's a really big positive because it allows me to take a beat. It allows me to not act out of emotion. Like it has, I have like a more meticulous way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm trying to sort of like embrace lately Mm -hmm. is the skill set that comes with all of these patterns that like I can think and release, but I get to keep those skills because they help me in a way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That is so cool. I like moment of silence. The woman was too stunned to speak. Yeah. You're like, you said it all for us. Maybe that's what I'm unpacking now. I was gonna say, same. Isn't that cool? What's, to think okay, because the first what's the first one that came to mind for you, Mariah? Because my first thing was like, oh, maybe that's my people pleasing. And I can but use what are, my what like extroverted small talk skills to like be on a podcast and be nice and be welcoming, but also start no, implementing enough building. boundaries. I'm community building, but then I learned to set the boundaries. That like I'm not people pleasing. I Isn't still like cool? create that space. Okay, well wait, can we do mine? Yes, yeah, please. Are you done, Meadow? I'm sorry. I no, just, I am done. I want to hear what like, your well, we what did you think of? We oh, all we do is interrupt. Yeah, sorry. We should warn you about that. No, it's bad. <laughs> well, we can we just you. have a mashup of us saying sorry? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Women's History Month promo. Us just sorry, saying sorry <laughs> over and over. <laughs> okay, mine was operating from a deficit mindset. When someone offers to help me or make something easier, I think one of two things. You're going to throw this in my face later on, and so I don't want to take it. Or you assume I can't do it myself, and I don't like that. 
Or maybe the third thing is also pride. Like, no, I can do it. What, what's the skill? It's sounding self-sabotaging. Like, where... I think that I think the skill. I mean, at least this is my gut reaction. My the skill from that is like always wanting to go for it, always wanting to better yourself, always wanting to prove something to yourself, and like be the best version of yourself. Like, oh, you don't think I can? Like, watch me figure it out. Like, watch me make things happen. But I think there's a difference between like always wanting to better yourself and improve yourself and like show that to yourself versus someone else. So it's like you could show that to yourself and not need to show that to someone else by then going and taking care of the thing. Because right. you know you can take care of the thing. So let someone else do it. You're like, Psh, that's boring. I can do that all day. Like, you take care of that. I'm going to figure out something harder that I don't know how to do yet. Right. That's my reframe. What do you think, Gabby? No, I agree with that. And it's like not needing the exterior validation. I feel like yeah. this is a cool exercise for our people to do, like to write down the, all yeah. these patterns that we have and identify the skill yeah. set because it is a scary feeling. It's a good journal like, prompt. Yeah. When you're it releasing is. something, you're like, who am I? Like, Aren't these things kind of protecting me in a way? Right, right. Yeah. And they were at one time. And so you can you take can those protections yeah. and thank yeah. them, but then like release the part that's not serving you and take the Okay, good Marie Kondo with the feelings. Yeah, 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 totally. Marie Kondo, those feelings, baby. Shit. I love it. That should be our new tagline. Marie Mariah's branding us now. I know. I wanted to work with them. They didn't want to work with me. T Marie Kondo? Revisit this conversation. It's okay. Oh, fuck that. We're coming up with a new slogan. <laughs> it's fine. It was during BHM, but I don't know anything. <gasps> it's okay. Anyway. The look on this woman's face, I wish you could just see. <laughs> <laughs> no, my problem is I think everyone owes me something. And it's like, no, they just didn't. I probably wasn't in budget or something. They I think everyone owes me something too. And it's totally my mom's fault. Are you a Leo? No, but I'm, I'm a Leo. Are you a Leo? Yeah. Look at her hair. <laughs> Come on. Leo's it's not a parent in my Instagram story yelling about net 30 every day that I'm not really <laughs> Wait, what that's you so, were my what's favorite your big three? Follow. Yeah. What? What's huh? your big do you so, Meadow go, Meadow go. There we go. <laughs> what's your big three? Like moon, rising, sun. Do you know? I know they're all air signs. Oh, I love Yeah, see, I'm an air sign. Air fire. Yeah. I don't I don't know. My homegirl cool. told me drinking i don't know but she That's said okay. it adds up yeah she said it adds up yeah okay. but has it anyone ever said it and someone's like that doesn't add up sometimes no i'm gonna let no. you know. sometimes people are scorpios that are way nicer and less fiery than i think they're gonna be because look at the rest of their chart though yeah exactly don't you think mariah would have some taurus in her well yeah because very- no, but that's earth but that's not air or fire i know I but i'm know. so like you, it would make sense that you would have earth in some earth signs in your chart because like literally what you do for work. Right. And you like just grounding. feel very grounding. Yeah. I feel grounding. Yeah, dude, I've been binging your content all morning and it literally like I've, I've have felt so Zen and mindful because of it. You feel, you have a very grounding presence. I've been downing go-go squeeze with the temperature. <laughs> do you know what I love about you though? What I love, this is one of the many things go-go I love about Mariah. Squeeze. One of the many things I love about this woman is that you have the ability. Okay, I always struggle with this, with like being the. Ugh, how do I phrase this? I'm Where scared. I want to like on no like on social media, mm, I like okay. forget people follow me, and I'm like, mm. I just am like, I don't know. Sometimes I'll say things that I'm like, maybe I shouldn't say that, and like whatever. And right. then I feel like the way that I, sometimes I I think that I contradict myself. Then I'm like, oh, the way that I write or like in a professional capacity, and I feel like I'm contradicting myself and I feel like I have to like 
niche into like only being one of them. And this is why I fucking love you is because you literally have the ability to like the way that you speak on Instagram stories and the way that you speak on no, Instagram. No, we talk about really it frequently. Makes my day. Like, it's a topic of conversation a lot. Yeah. Makes my day. Mm-hmm. And then you're like on Headspace and you're like the yeah, most exactly. like meditative, like grounding exactly. human. You're basically really nicely telling me that I am the most professional fake person alive. And no, no, no. That's called multifaceted. It's called, <laughs> That's called multifaceted. Giving range. It's called giving range. Exactly. It's, it's called really, giving range. Thank She's you. Giving, I, I have a full that. personality. I'm not just, a, I'm not braining myself into one niche of who I am and then monetizing off of it. I it's think like, it's, I received that. Thank you. I will also say that it's, uh, um, I have a hard time like receiving compliments. I'm like, no, but like, thank you. Um, I would say it's a privilege to be able to do that Mm. because I feel like so many people make it to a certain point and it's like, people are expecting this from you. Like at a certain point Mm. that was scary. Like is headspace Mm going to be like, um, why are you talking about Hennessy at 3am? You're Mm -hmm. supposed to be doing your script and blah, blah, blah. But I don't own my face is like multiple things here. Like I, it's not Headspace and Mariah. It's like Headspace has contracted me out to deliver this service. You guys found me. So if you don't, so you like like what I'm doing, right? You like what I'm doing, and also like, oh, you don't like me. I'm so sorry to hear that. Like I don't know what to do about that. Like right, it's kind of not our business. Yeah, I don't mean that in a bitchy way, but no, just, it's like, not. I turned out of ten in my story, like subtweeting someone who's like sent me an email three times and thinks they're the most important thing of my day, and it's just right. like you're not, and like I, I see and that's you okay. my story, and now yeah. this is for you, kudos. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So it's all fun and games. Nothing matters. Literally, nothing matters. Have you always had that perspective? with like social media and stuff? Like, have you always had good boundaries or has like your work, have you gone through like a trial and error of that because your work is more socially too? I think it's exactly that. It is work. And you could ask some of my closest friends when we're out and about and doing our thing, like my phone is on the table, but it's flipped over and I'm not like, oh, I'm with so-and-so. Like I have friends that do that, but I think that's when social media is used for your day-to-day life. I don't see social media as my... um, like thing for being present. I see it as a marketing tool. I feel the exact same way, which mm. is why I don't follow people that I meet in real life. And I was just talking about that this morning. How can people yeah. can be upset about that? And I'm like, when it's your job and you have to it's like be job. on it so much for like strategy, like I'm not going on here to like relax or have fun or like scroll through and catch up with my friends. I just, I'm not, Yeah, you know, but I don't, I don't that boundary. Yeah. You have to set a boundary. I don't follow any plant accounts and wow, cool. conversations. I don't see any plants on my timeline. Wow. And because I was thinking like I would start getting FOMO and like I'm not doing enough or like, oh shit, I don't know how to care for that plant. What if I totally. come across it? But it's like the CEO of Uber doesn't look at what the CEO of Lyft is doing every day. Like that will crush totally. your creativity. You can't. You can't I do love that. that outlook. Yeah. You have I to just to do that. Yeah. We just unfollow every mental health account possible. <laughs> Unfollow Honestly, that could be cool. Unfollow everyone. I love I unfollowing people. I do it a lot. Wait, Meta, what are you unpacking? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Wait, we no skipped. fuck Don't our apologize. unpacking. We kind of already talked about. It. Let's. I rather ask Mariah questions. Okay. Fuck our Great. unpacking. We well, wait, wait, what's Mariah unpacking? Is she unpacking something different? I want to know. Besides, I, well, I was going to say that, but like, I'm unpacking. Why do I have to unpack? I like my. Bags. No, you don't. You don't have to. I don't know. 
You gave us self-sabotage. You know that counts. I'm okay. not unpacking right now. I work really fucking hard. There are a lot of things that I should unpack. I don't feel like unpacking right now. I'm trying to survive. That's it. It's the first of the month. February was a short month and all of a sudden we have to pay rent again. I'm not unpacking. I'm trying to survive right now. Next month. And that's called coping. I'm I'm coping. Oh my yeah. God. Because You're sometimes self-awareness and digging, me and Gabby talk about this a lot. Like the podcast is our place to overthink, but overthinking is one of our toxic traits. And sometimes being self-aware and getting in your head and that rhetoric over and over is not productive. Sometimes just like fucking let it go and not unpack and just be. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be like super girl bossy, but it's like yes. the state of mind I'm in this week, the first of the month, I'm like, Fuck bitches, get money. Exactly. Like I'll unpack on the seventh. Wake up, wake right up. Now. Yeah, exactly. Sing okay, it. wait. First you brought up money. Uh, you brought yeah. up money, so I want to ask you something because mm. the way that you just said that reminded me of what we were talking about when we had our little prep call a while ago, and I want to talk to you about the concept of men being intimidated by mm. financially independent women and how we sort of go with that and like you and I were talking about the concept of like feeding into like I get a lot the like angry sassy Latina like when I'm yelling at someone and Teffy came on recently and like made a really valid point where she was like no I'm not like this sassy Latin person I'm just mad at you and like you're (laughs) I'm just (laughs) fucking mad at you I'm just angry at you and like you like you like my culture and you think I'm hot and spicy until I have something to say and I'm pointing at you with my finger and now you don't want to talk to me And so I feel like I get that. And then you were talking a lot about like on our call of like feeding into the like the whole like the black woman that's too strong. She's too strong for me. And like we see that a lot play out in media. Like we see that with like Molly and Insecure. We see that with like Gabriel Mm. Union's character and like being Mary Jane. Like can we Mm. unpack this? How are you like – how do you – give like a fuck you to the narrative? Do you give a fuck you to the narrative? Like what do you do? Hmm. So I think all of us – ladies need to hear this i again taking everything day by day it's very i find it very very difficult and i feel like a a pendulum or whatever the hell Mm -hmm. that thing is that goes back and forth where i'm like it's just it's so difficult trying to decide whether the state i need to be in right now to protect and advance is to be submissive or to be dominant when it comes to making sure that things are taken care of. And I constantly have this conversation with friends all the time where it's like, when it comes to being in a relationship with a man and letting someone lead, give me something to follow, honey, because I am so happy to let you take the lead, but I am not going to express any sort of submissive traits or like intentionally be submissive if you're not taking the steps to create Mm -hmm. a path that I should follow. Mm-hmm. That was the most beautifully said sentence I've ever heard in my life. Give me Truly. something to follow. Give me, like, Show me I'm so then. happy to let you take the lead. And But that's the thing. I don't want to let you. I, it should be a natural thing, right? Because if I have to be like, okay, let me let him lead. I'm not letting you lead. That's like me letting you win. Right. It needs, mm-hmm. I want a, a partner that I'm looking up to and is taking risks and but also confidently taking risks and okay taking making mistakes and also knowing that when they make that mistake they have a partner i.e me that is supportive of that but like you have to give me something to follow 
Mm, I love that you said that because I mean, Meadow knows and the people listening know we've spent like the last three episodes breaking up the concept of like masculine and feminine energies. Exactly what I was going to say. And it's so on par for it's what we've so been It's so on point what we've been talking about. And like, yeah. I feel like I started reading a little bit more about it and digging into it. And you kind of have to weed through the crap of the books that are like written by a woman being like, be you know let them lead let that but they're not giving what you just gave of like it's not mm-hmm. about letting them win it's not about letting them lead like you're not you're not making yourself submissive in a way it's like finding a partner that they're doing know, something like, cool down balance. this path that you're like oh shit I could go down that way that looks great but like if you're not actively creating that path why the fuck am I following you down this or if you're we're going down a letting, path that's not serving right you know we're not I mean? letting men do anything in twenty no. two like do it and if I like what you're doing then maybe we can have a conversation about it I'm not about to sit here and like wait for you to prove that you're worthy like no you just do it and I'm like oh this looks pretty good cool how did you apply that to the new relationship that you're in I'm sorry yeah we have a lot of questions no we have questions about the boyfriend that was gonna be also wait first of all I need his name and how long you've been dating (laughs) his name is Nicholas Nicholas he's he's British He's British. He's British. Nicholas. They call me Meghan Markle these days. Oh, <laughs> my God. In it? In it? In me? it? <laughs> <laughs> I like he's going li- to listen to this. Um, his name is Nick. He, I met him December 1st. We matched on Hinge on December 1st. And the only reason I know that is because it's March 1st, and I hit him with the happy anniversary like a crazy lady today. And he Hell, like, yeah. Simmer down. He said, slow no. down. <laughs> he said, slow down. You said, no. Like our little like, joke. I'm leading. <laughs> I'm leading. Um, and yeah, we matched on Hinge, went on a date. There's a TikTok about this that I made. We went viral on TikTok, 12 million people. Wait, how the fuck do I not what follow your TikTok? I, I need that. to follow your TikTok right <laughs> yeah, now. You need to watch this. Matt and I both on our phones. Is it your same handle? Is it Greenpeace? Yeah, it's Greenpeace, okay. but there's no dot between. Yeah, you should probably watch these for context. So sorry. There's the one, um, and I think this is like partly what we talked about too, Gabby. The one, the 12 million views one. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to find. (laughs) Wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. My boyfriend has gotten in the habit of This is called viral. (laughs) Oh. Wait, you need to pin it. Yeah. Oh, I did watch this. I did watch this. Shut up, Mariah. (laughs) (laughs) That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I showed my boyfriend this. (laughs) This is so fucking funny. That is is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Keep your colonizing hands off my linens. First cotton, now my cotton, Mariah. (laughs) Literally. That is the funniest thing. Wait, stop it. I need to see the but reaction. Like, you guys all need to go watch this. Space, like you said. <laughs> but how's the <a> show? <laughs> had a show. Had a it's show. giving range. <laughs> okay, wait. I need to listen to this in full. Okay, go on. Everyone okay, everyone, so pause yeah. and watch that. And then no, we're going to link it. It's, it will be in the show notes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and how we met is also there too because people bullied me into like, how'd you guys meet? And so I made it Yay! happen. Okay, cute. Okay. Um, he is 36. and Love an older man. And this is my first time with this age difference, and I am living. For oh my god, Mariah! Living. My parents were seventeen years apart. So were mine. I 16. yeah, we we love a good age difference. Like, ugh. I didn't. It's everything I didn't know that I needed. I thought I was yeah. looking for a specific personality traits, like which is true. But some are inherently like more associated with age. Okay, 
honestly, right. that's what I was going to unpack before we unpacked the other thing. Yeah, literally that like some growth does kind of come with age and I'm reaching an age where I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And it doesn't have to be associated with age, but sometimes it is. Keep going. Yeah. And I've yeah. also I've always found that I have a really hard time when I did start dating because I was in a four year relationship. We met at GW senior year. We were together for four years. So that was my first introduction to adult. Wait, started senior year or ended? We started senior year okay. of college and okay. then we were together for four years. So my first introduction from like 21 to 25. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was like my intro to adulthood. And so I had done that with a partner. And I think just like naturally, like the boring part is like we grew apart, but mm -hmm. it served that purpose in my life. And I won't speak for him, but I just feel like we just, we grew in separate directions, but would like to always remain friends. So now I went through the dating phase of like, what's Hinge? What's Bumble? What's it like to go on a first date? What's it like to have a bad kiss, a good kiss? Like I had never experienced any of that. And wow. yeah. finally decided I took a break from dating and then- Nice. We love breaks. Healthy. I needed a break. Yep. Went to therapy. Woo! Started therapy. I had gone to therapy before, but it was like with the- like an adult Mariah therapist, uh -huh, like uh -huh. someone to be like, uh, you're wrong. Uh -huh. And my other therapist could not tell me I was wrong. Oh, yeah. So I then was like, okay, I'm ready to date with intention. I'm ready to meet a partner. Not like a husband or settle down. I'm just ready to meet someone to grow with. And within three weeks, I met this lovely angel <gasps> that is the most supportive. And like, I feel like words are just so, I don't want to be that girl that's like, we get Bitch, it. this is how I be talk about girl. my partner. Be that girl. Okay. But like yeah. he's just so supportive. And I, the biggest issue I had with dating, let me back up, was that I have this fear of meeting someone. And obviously you match with someone, you go on a date, you Google them just to make sure they're not crazy. All of my shit's going to come up and they're like, one of two things happen. They're like, oh my God, that's so cool. Let me send you my snake plant. Or it's... <laughs> unsolicited dick pic before we meet i would actually rather get an unsolicited dick pic than like my mom's plants dying it's that is really not an invitation for people in is, the, is the dick pic plant. it literally is yeah i'm gonna okay remind me to send you a screenshot of my dms okay of okay. just the snake plant whatever yeah and then or the alternative is um Someone just like fanning out and being, which is like really nice and I'm grateful, but I'm not here for that. Mm -hmm. You don't want to so, date a fan. Mm -hmm. What'd you say? You don't want to date a fan. Mm -hmm. I don't, no. And mm -hmm. so I kept those things separate off of social media, but everyone just Googles. And so when I met him, there was this, the one thing that attracted me to him was he was not responding quick enough. And he was not <laughs> impressed by who I was, what I did or what I looked like. And I had Wait, is your last name on your hinge? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, is it? I don't remember. Do they hide last mm -hmm. names? You, you, I, mine does. I don't have my last name. I don't have my Instagram linked or my last name. Wow. It just says cool. Gabby. I had Mariah on there, but I don't, I don't think my last name was on there, but I did have that. I worked at Greenpeace, but oh. in some ways I will say I put that there intentionally because if you did right. Google me based on your response to that, you would already weed yourself out. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, send mm -hmm. me a plant pick. Or if you like saw that and were like, oh, it's cool. You work for yourself. Anyway, what do you do for fun? I'm like, okay, I'm into this. Mm -hmm. I'm more, yeah, you think right. of me as more than my job. So um, he wasn't responding quick enough. and But he was right away like, hey, we should go get drinks on Thursday. Is this cool? And then the day of, he was not responding really fast. And I was just like, not this man, not thinking I'm like not his world. 
So I was like, okay, I'm kind of excited to see who this man is that's like not obsessed with me. And I get there and we just instantly like clicked. Yes, it was like the accent. And this is also my first time going out with a white boy. So it was just all new for me. It was very Stella got her groove back slash. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just here for a good time, maybe a long time. And we just like started chatting. And it turns out that he also runs a business on a larger scale. But we had this mutually understood thing about we're both growing something. And we could sit here and spend an hour talking about the things that we're growing. Or we can just like actually get to know each other. Wouldn't that be nice? And from there, it just like it took off. But the reason I brought that up and uh, stop me in like 15 seconds if I keep going. But um, our second date, we went ice skating in Bryant Park and um, super he locked down date two on the first date. Good hell, good man. Sitting at the Spaniard, he's like, I've always wanted to go ice skating in New York City because he's from London. And I was like, okay, I would love to do that. I've never done it. So second date, we meet at Bryant Park. We go ice skating. And this whole time in any other date I've ever been on, I've been feeling like someone at some point is going to stop me and be like, oh, my God, you're Greenpeace or I've seen you on Headspace or something. So I've just been waiting for this moment. And so it finally happens. Someone stops us. We're like kind of just like walking together, second date energy. And someone stops us and is like doing the thing. And she turns to him and is like, I'm so sorry. I'm sure this happens all the time. And he is just like, yeah, yeah, but it's okay. Like do the things. He just like plays along. And in that moment, I just was like, (gasps) will you marry me? We love. So then we do that interaction with the woman and then we pull away and he's like, okay, so like, you have to just tell me like what it is that you do. We can't. <laughs> He's like, okay, wait, catch me up so I don't look dumb. <laughs> right, but it happened naturally and organically. Yeah, and exactly. Like, let me show you my plan, and yeah, that's how I knew it was great. Ah, uh, that's so tender. I'm not tender. <laughs> it's tender. So tender. It's tender. It's sweet. But you you mentioned to me when we were talking earlier, like the oh, in me, guys. Shut up. <laughs> See, we're the witchy timing. Sorry, Come on. Go ahead, we also like love. Did he say happy like, anniversary? <laughs> oh, you just like something. That's not a text. Ugh. Lame. He'll follow up. He hates Whatever. me. Whatever. <laughs> literally the way that I look at <laughs> truly her Leo. Her Leo is in full fledged showing. Why didn't he just send me a diatribe about why I'm so incredible? That's rude. that was such a good word. A diatribe. Yeah, I haven't used diatribe in a long time. That was She's a writer. Really wow. <laughs> Someone last night told me that they can – can I just talk about myself really quick? Someone yes. last night told me – I went on a date uh-huh, – that told me that I – um, whoa, lost my train of thought. Okay. I This he's man told me – this. now he's not a writer. This man told no. me that he goes, I can tell you're a good writer because of the way you speak. And I said oh, – that's the nicest compliment someone's ever told me because I like to say that I write the way that I speak. So I said, okay, thank you. Wow. Right. That's a great compliment. That's an amazing. Right? So diatribe. Look it up. If you don't know <laughs> Google it. That's as good as like, you smell amazing. Like, yes. there right? some top tier compliments out there. I said, that's feed my ego. That's the compliment feed I get the ego. most is my what? smell. Really? My smell. Right. I used to wear a combination of Glossier perfume and gizu which is a hair oil makes a hair perfume i used to spray both that was my go-to for years and i always got that mm-hmm. now i've switched to fenty and i you still smell really good meadow slept over one night and my bed smelled like her for like three days yeah my smell lingers too 
I have too much hair. I smell like juices and berries all the time. Like I Yum, though. It's delicious. But it's just like to everyone else, I'm sure it smells like a tropical paradise. But I'm just like, I smell like a fucking smoothie. I want to smell like. <laughs> You're like, I smell like Jamba Juice. Leave me right. alone. <laughs> we should at one like- time. We should at some other time talk hair, but to bring it back to boyfriends. Yes. So I'm also, I'm my boyfriend's first white partner too. Her. Shout out. Did you similarly make him jump through other hoops? Did you, how, what was it? What was it like? Like how was yeah. the process? This man was in the Olympics fighting for him. Yeah, exactly. How, how'd it <laughs> go? Fighting, fighting for his life. For his life. <laughs> like I just, okay. It was one But he soared year. with flying colors. Clearly, right? Did he? Oh, did he? I don't want him to know that on the air. No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. If you're listening to this, keep, yeah, keep trying. Okay, now go. Like, I didn't bust it wide in three weeks. Anyway, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel, yeah, I, multiple things in just dating in general, I make men jump through hoops because, like, you should. It's called standards. Mm hmm. Yeah. I know that's fucking right. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to the person, that one person I went on a hinge date with that said I was doing too much. Anyway. um, You know what they're doing? Living on their mom's couch. Go on. Um, Yeah. So I made him, I I wouldn't even call them hoops. It was more so I needed, because I believe that everyone gets like 100% of your trust and then it knocks down as opposed to like building it and I understand I why agree. some people operate the other way. Mm-hmm. But when it came to him, I needed a certain level of safety mm-hmm. that I had never questioned with anyone else. And that was um I don't know, just like if I'm being really real, like I don't see white men as the most masculine men in the bunch. So like if someone fucks with me, like am I better off taking a swing or are you? And if I do take a swing, are you going to be equipped to help me? Mm-hmm. And that's like physical safety, but also safety like emotionally. Like exactly. yeah. someone calls me the N-word, like where is your place in that? Are you going to tell me to calm down? Because I don't want to hear that. There are just so mm-hmm. many different scenarios that I worked myself up about. And I had to go through each one of them with my therapist. And I, I essentially decided to take them as they come. And has this man ever given you a reason, since you've been with him, has he given you a reason to doubt that your safety would be compromised? Mm-hmm. And I can wholeheartedly say no. So fuck yeah. And that applies across the board with any relationship that you it does. Have. And not on some all lives matter shit, but just no. like I've had to take that anxiety off of myself um, because I think it could have ruined a potentially good thing. And I'm really happy with where I am. But also I see the irony in this, like not me dragging white people all 2021 and then like surprise, but I found. So, But isn't that what life always does? Right. And you I'm still I mean? going to drag white people. Duh. Too. As you should. Yeah. And now you have even more of a reason to. You're like, listen. Right. Come on. He's like the OG colonizer. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, literally listen, British. I'm dating a British man. Okay. Like I can, I can let these shots fire. <clears throat> right. Let the chopper sing. So. Interesting. But I, I like the approach that you have of like taking it as it comes. Cause I feel like we all have the tendency to make up stories in our brains D- mm-hmm. like obviously ranging in intensity right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but when you just look at the facts of like how is this one individual showing up mm-hmm. i feel like that's mm-hmm. what sort of helps calm the i don't know 
I'm has really this thinking. First... I'm chewing on everything you're saying. Yeah, right I know. Now, by that's the way. a good one. <laughs> has this been you your first relationship? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you go. When you do anything other than that, you're not trusting yourself. And that's what yeah. therapy has taught me. And when you second guess your ability to make a decision, you are compromising and questioning your trust for yourself. And that mm -hmm. is fundamentally like, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with someone that's not trusting of themselves. So like, mm -hmm. you're not going to do it for you, do it for that person. But you also, you need to do that work for you too. So I don't want to be in a relationship with someone where I'm projecting my insecurities for their ability to love me um, onto them. Cause it's just not fair. He hasn't done anything wrong. Um, his ancestors have and like that's a whole other conversation but like i had to choose and the irony is not lost on me that i am literally mixed i would not be here if we're not for a black man laying with a white woman or a white woman with a black man so mm -hmm. be it and so i needed to make the conscious decision for myself who is this person what do i stand for does this person stand for the same things and can these ex can all of these exist at the same time and if the answer is yes and i feel safe and protected then so be it. But is it offensive to some people that we're together? Like, I'm sure it is, but also 12 million. That's not your business. That's what not other people my business. Think. Yeah. And 12 million people find him stealing my socks funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's reparations. I don't fucking know, but yeah. Oh my God. Literally, if I always say, it, I'm like, if a man is on a profile, it's an ad. It's an ad. It's an ad. That's it's always a fucking yeah. ad. I have two follow-up questions. One, is this your first relationship while being in therapy? No. It is okay, not. cool. It's not. Cool. I just wanted for context. And then yeah. two, in all of this unpacking with your therapist and all the like interracial dating stuff, has it thrown in a different dynamic? Like what kind of things have been brought up that you didn't expect because he is British? Like has that changed anything? Like even, even like small little cultural things, like has that um surprised you in any way what has surprised me is that the race thing is less of i thought that would be the point of contention mm -hmm. it's really and maybe contention is not even the word but it's really age that i found. okay okay I see what you mean. Going on, and then we've got the 10-year difference right um and so it's just simply life experience and like you can choose to say age or life experience but i sure because we're both we both run businesses and i find that um like he might be executing a plan and I'm like, oh God, they didn't pay me. It's net 45 and it's the first of the month and all these things. And he's like, well, you know, you could just send this letter and like really simple. And so I've had to be like, it's really frustrating when you offer your support, but then you just make it seem like you just do this. Like, don't do that. You can't offer life experience and make it seem like it's just this. Right. And so I've had to learn to be like receptive to receiving help, which is why I was talking about in the beginning. Um, like when people offer to do things, I can receive them and not have a deficit mindset. But at the same time, because um, we started with race, um, I that's been the point of like all the funny stuff. Yeah, totally. Where, like totally. we'll get food and I'll test it out to make sure it's not spicy. Yeah. And I wish I was making that up, but this man will pass away if he has an ounce of pepper. Yeah. Stop. I don't that stuff it. is fun to me. You know what it is? It feels like like all that work. I don't know. When you were describing how you went through that breakup after the four-year relationship, it reminds me of how I used to say I was my best self during breakups. Like I would go really back into myself and like develop myself more and get more clear on my identity and what I like and like any – because I'm easily malleable. Like I like getting into different parts of me based on who the person is. 
Like mm-hmm. if someone is like a very specific way, I like leaning into that side of me. But then mm-hmm. and the other side is you become a chameleon and you could take on things that aren't yours. So mm-hmm. in breakups, I would really learn how to differentiate that and have that self-growth. But it sounds like you did that and then fell into a relationship where you're still letting yourself, I mean, how as we like to say, learn in real time. Like mm-hmm. you're still letting yourself be a work in progress in a really beautiful way while still having a partner. And I think people don't think you can do both. Yes. And that's something that ever since finding Aaron, I'm like, stop thinking that you're not going to be able to grow as a person once you find your person. Like the whole point is that you give each other the space to keep doing that work. I am so glad you said that because I we literally have that written down because I wanted to talk to you about that, Mariah, because yeah. this whole time we've been talking about the progress that you're making as a person and the progress and the growth that you want to have with the partner that you're with. And I mm-hmm. feel like there's such a big misconception with, because we always say like, you shouldn't be in a relationship. One plus one should equal three, not two. Mm-hmm. Like you're each whole people and then you're coming right. together and you have your separate relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes we get too into that where we need to be like, Oh, we are really not in a place to be in a relationship because we are not perfect and we are not completely right. whole and this and, right. or that person, even on the other way of like, sometimes I know like I'll have the tendency or I have friends that have the tendency, particularly as women to, we stand so much in our power that we are almost like not in the way that that hinge guy said to you, like, oh, you're doing too much because you have standards. But like we actually do too much where we're like, oh, well, fuck you. And we tear people down really fast because we're like, we deserve this and we do this and we don't tolerate anything. Right. You know what I mean? And so right. it's like, what is that boundary of I am a whole person. I am who I am, but I'm still growing and learning and changing and having that progress. Like mm-hmm. what is that boundary in a relationship? Like, I don't know. I feel mm. like people... I think that's grace. That's giving yourself mm-hmm. permission and grace mm-hmm. to to learn. And again, this is obviously just my perspective, but I I attribute all of my the things that I know to quote be true from teaching in the classroom and seeing like six through eight year olds from the beginning of the year to the end of the year and their emotional maturity or lack thereof, the change of that over time. And so like, what is it to give ourselves that same grace? It's almost just like a year goes by, we produce, produce, produce. And it's like, why am I so mentally like fucked up? And like, no one is like, no one is good enough to be in a relationship, right? Like depending on what standard you're measuring, like no one is ever up to par or perfect to be in a relationship, let alone to be in a committed relationship for like 50 plus years. If you're always evolving and changing, what are the odds that you and this other person are meant to be together when there are 8 billion other people in the world? And you've done the right growth at the exact right time to meet each other, to have that bold growth like line up. Yeah, yeah. It's okay if that does not work out. And that's how I see my previous relationship. And I'm so grateful for that relationship and that experience. And I also am seeing this relationship in the same way, but it's, it's currently it's currently moving and we're we're together in this moment. So it's not looking in hindsight, but it's like, what would it look like if we gave ourselves grace during the relationship and not mm. after when we have to make ourselves feel better about why it didn't work out? Totally. Do you think that that has something to do with living in our feminine energy mm. and just like letting ourselves be taken in a way? No, because I think it actually requires a it's like having control, but then you have to be self-aware enough to let go of that control. I don't right. know if it's feminine. And energy. almost letting go can arguably be harder than acting on emotions. Yes. You know what I mean? 
Exactly. Like giving the, yeah. It requires letting go and being okay with the fact that you are not in control. Mm-hmm. Can't relate. <laughs> you're asking a Leo for a relationship advice. Yeah, and you're talking to a Taurus who is like, I'm right and there is no other option here. Wait, what's but Nicholas? Um, Capricorn Aquarius cusp. He's January 21st. He's the first day Aquarius. Cool. No, he's last day of Aquarius. Last day. Last day. Sorry, sorry, sorry. First day. First day of Aquarius. End of Capricorn. Because my mom's a Capricorn. She's the eighth, and my sister's an Aquarius. She's the 23rd. I love Aquariuses. He's very, like, very, like, Aquarius, like, cerebral and, like, can execute a plan. Very emotionally intelligent, very empathetic. We love emotionally intelligent men. Right. Also, Love was them. already in therapy. <gasps> See, green flag, green flag, green flag, green freaking flag. Wait, and is like, he- I remember one of the first times that we had a date, and like when we start, first started like staying over at each other's places, he was like, "Well, I have to leave kind of early because I have therapy in the morning." And I'm like, "Baby boy, I will Uber you there." Yeah, like, exactly. I will make you for breakfast exactly. on the go. Go. I'll <gasps> deliver you there. What's your what's your um, vibe with sleepovers in the beginning? Oh, sorry. My if my dog barks right now, Aaron's walking in the door. I'm just heads up. We'll hey. mute you. Okay. <laughs> um, my vibe with sleeping over. This is actually okay. We were talking about race. This yeah. was huge for me. Did not think about the silk pillowcase, the bonnet. So for the first month, the little girl with the bonnets on. Did you see? Yes, I know. I know. My heart. I know. Our it like made, month, genuinely made me cry. <laughs> it like it really it it tugged at my soul. Also, I, so the first month it was like, do I want to have a comfortable or comfortable romantic experience that I see on TV when like Issa Rae is fucking some dude in the bathroom and like fuck her hair, it doesn't matter and it's hot. Or like I spent an hour on these curls. Do I want to wrap it up and bonnet it so that I look cute on our brunch date tomorrow? So for three weeks, I was just ruining my hair. Sleeping on his cotton pillows. And then finally, I don't know at what point I became comfortable. Maybe it was laughing at TikToks of like girls in bonnets together and just like, haha. But because he wasn't like, it's not like he didn't know, but I just sure. finally brought a silk pillowcase over. No, no, no. I'm sorry. He stayed at mine and mm. I had two pillows. One was silk, one was cotton. The silk is the one I sleep on. And the other two cotton ones are like the ones I have for show that match that are all Brooklyn-y. Yeah. Which like, ah. Um, but I feel like I I wanted to be very like intentional about like, this is my pillow. And so then we had the conversation. Oh, and then I had silk hair ties. The silk was like a pattern. And so finally Mm -hmm. we had this silk conversation. (laughs) And then finally, (laughs) and the silk pillowcase is not my preference. My preference is to wear a bonnet to keep it all together. Well, okay. I was literally just going to ask you that because I was like, should I get Aaron silk pillowcases? Because he just wraps it in silk scarves. I the scarf is the curves. preference because it right. keeps everything together. But if exactly. I sleep on silk, it's good for the hair. But this side will be literally the, right. right. So I want it to be in a bonnet on top of my head. So yeah. it was like full compromise, half compromise. And then finally I was like, this is what I look like in a bonnet. And of course, like he said, you're so beautiful. And like all those things, mm-hmm. uh, you're lying. But <laughs> he then said the thing 
that like I knew he wasn't lying and he meant it. It was me being beautiful was less about what I physically looked like. But he said, like, no one else sees you like this. And the mm-hmm. fact that you because we're constantly talking it's intimacy. about intimacy, it's intimacy. Yes. And my mm-hmm. social platform being so like present, him being like, no one gets to see you like this and you feel comfortable enough to share that with me. It really, it did something to me. And I had never thought twice about wearing a bonnet. Whole time, my Instagram story is me like talking shit in a bonnet. So like, (laughs) (laughs) But there is something so intimate about a sleepover. Also not you saying that literally making me want to cry. I don't think I've missed being in love to be, but until you said that, because literally like, like, first of all, rude. No, Second because all, someone, uh, I mean, like different circumstances, but like totally I've had kidding. someone say that to me where right. I think it was the only sweet thing that like my fucking psychotic ex-boyfriend that I always talk shit on <laughs> in this podcast said to me when I was like young, yeah. like not the most recent ex my like the one before. Um, I know. It's down to talk shit on anyone who ever damaged your heart. <laughs> oh, who it is. I but he used to say that in the morning. He would be like, it's Aww. special because no one sees you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> No, not but me that, being sensitive. But, but we do, but we love that intimacy. We do, right? Yeah. And I, I feel I feel safe with him. And that might it sounds like such a basic thing. I have I have not been able to feel that in a relationship. No, a safety very is long time. Everything. Mm. Let me go off for a second. First go of all, off. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We talk how many fucking I knew you were gonna say this on the podcast. Like in the same way you talk about Hoffman, we should make a compilation of me being like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. <laughs> Safety's fucking everything. I mean, especially I just because we work with homeless people, or I used to, he still does. So it's like I see that. I see every single day I'm reminded how basic safety isn't there. And mm-hmm. that includes emotional safety. And then yes. also, Aaron, we talk about it all the time. He's the first man that's ever given me the same level of safety that I felt from my dad. And my dad man. died when I was 17. Bring this I was man about to say, can he Should come I? say hi? Aaron. Aaron, bring that ass. <laughs> Aaron, bring uh, that ass. ass. Come on. Is requested over here to say hello. Come meet Mariah. Do you remember the TikTok I showed you yesterday about someone hiding notes in She's the sock drawer about reparations Mariah, for Black History Month? Not about the girl about that. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like two days ago? Okay, that's Mariah who we are talking to right now. Please say hello. Hi. You, oh my God. I, hi. hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I can't believe you saw that TikTok. That's actually really funny. <laughs> no, I, I no, talking I shit now. Look how fucking funny this is. <laughs> I have trauma, Aaron. I'm so sorry. You're in you're this in the relationship. Will, I honestly was gonna I honestly was gonna tell you this at the end, but we'll just do it now live on the air. Uh I wanna talk hair a little bit with you just because this yes. man is self-taught on YouTube because no one ever his his so speaking of my dad dying and him making me feel safe, his mom passed away when he was little. You unpacked that and then I interrupted. Yeah. Sorry. Oh no, you did not interrupt. You're never interrupting me. Hello. <laughs> that does not exist. Uh, we realized that on this, on this like recording app, you can raise your hand. And I was like, this look, tool is fucking built for Meadow. By the time I click it, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Fair. Immediately, Fair. yeah. Anyway, so he his uh mom wasn't around to teach him how to have hair because he never had hair until recently, like the past four mm-hmm. years. And now it's so long and beautiful. But this man is self-taught on YouTube. And you guys do look like you have similar curl patterns. So I would love yeah. to unpack hair with you later because he needs an actual friend to yes. just talk product with. 
Absolutely. And I was just thinking this today. I hate unsolicited hair advice. And so if he is open to receiving it, oh. I would absolutely have that conversation. I oh, like yeah. cannot stand when someone's like, oh my God, your hair is so pretty. Have you tried blah, blah, blah? No, I haven't. Do they like guess your fucking curl pattern? You're like, relax. Yes. Like, yeah. damn, yeah. pay my rent too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It has it. been fun for him though, because I will say like, especially women, like anytime black women see him, they're like, of course. Oh, you're one you. of us now, huh? Like, how are you doing? What's going on? What's the process? Like, it's really fun for him to like unpack and learn that because he just didn't have someone to do that with. So That's we'll have cute. to we'll have to make you guys also Internet friends. so You can talk here. Yes, please. Love yeah. it. What were we saying before we went on that whole tangent? Me being disgusted by myself of like being Her reminded love. of love. But anyway, that's really fucking sweet oh. and tender. And I, I the word tender. You deserve this love. Out, but you deserve. We, yes. For the first time, I can say, yes, I do. I deserve it. Yeah. I feel safe. I feel like I have an identity outside of Greenpeace. The months yes. of August to October, July, July to October were the saddest months of my entire life. Wow. I did not know who I was outside of providing a service to people or being in my previous relationship and being of service to that relationship. And so this is not one of my good friends, Sean, always says sometimes people get to a point in their careers where they become victimized by their success. Don't let that be you. And I, I feel like I had to go through that time period within those months of being sad and full disclosure was having like suicidal thoughts. I have never experienced that before wow. in my life because I just thought no one would realize if I was gone, they would realize that their plants died though. Wow. And I had, yeah. I just decided what would it look like if I just stopped like answering emails and just wasn't a face on Instagram and just didn't provide my existence is just of service to people. And I don't like that. And so I had to reorient and figure out like who I was, what I meant to myself. And that was a really hard fucking process. I was doing puzzles. I was waking up at 6 a.m. I was going for runs. I was doing all the things that people say on TikTok, like you're supposed to do every morning to have this sense of self. And like, did that stuff work? Not really. But time did help. Um, it didn't like fix it overnight, but I can fully say that after that process and then going back to dating again and mm -hmm. then deciding with the intention that I feel secure enough in myself and who I am and what I'm not, that I'm ready to meet a partner. I feel like it's no coincidence that I met him within that season. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Right. I have a question you're not supposed to ask. How old am I? Did you tell anyone <laughs> about I? your suicidal thoughts? Why or why not? I told my therapist. It's like when you apply for a therapist, they right. like ask Questionnaire. you a question. And then I put like, maybe, which like, because mm -hmm. bitch like, don't send me to the hospital. Right. Mm -hmm. But um, no, I didn't tell anyone until after. And when I say after, I mean like. You did not have something. them anymore? Yeah. yeah. Until I didn't have them anymore. Mm. Um, why? I didn't want to be a burden. Mm -hmm. It's a pandemic. Everyone's lost someone. Mm -hmm. um, I live alone in Williamsburg in my beautiful house. And I just put out a Sonos ad and create a barrel ad. What the fuck do I have to complain about? Okay, Mariah, everything is well. Like, we, we know everything's relative. Right, right. Correct. Yes, yes. But the optics of it. Like, what do I say? I'm sad. Like, bitch, we're all sad. I don't know. I could not justify my sadness. And this is Would me. Would you now? I'm speaking to what I now what. 
like if you ever got in that place again, do you feel like you, if you like had to do it over again, would you want to tell someone or did that work for you in terms of coping because you did work through it? Um, I'm not suggesting anything. I'm only asking about your personal experience. No, no, this is really good reflective work for me. Uh, It made me reach out to a therapist. It made me find that therapist. Okay. She was the person, I remember sitting on my bed, sobbing, crying, and out loud asking for my mom. I just want my mom. I've never Mm. felt that before. And of course, didn't call my mom because I didn't freaking want her to, Mm. was that a rainbow? No, it was chills. But there was a rainbow on her. But it is. I have little crystals that hang. Yeah. Not God saying, hey, bitch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So then I found my therapist, which was amazing. And then I think now I would, yeah, I would definitely tell my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. It's also really hard to imagine getting back to that place. Okay. Do you Mm. think we just asked yesterday, Jesse Israel's, uh, episode came out and we talked a lot about like rock bottoms mm. and if you think that in order to like be your best self or be your highest spiritual self or kind of really grow into yourself do you have to hit a rock bottom in order to do that no and it, it always so. depends I love asking people their opinion on it I saw this the other day like what's the saying I saw this on Twitter um it was like the what doesn't kill you makes you stronger like yeah no, it actually didn't make me stronger. I can think of like 10 other ways that I could have gotten to this answer without like burning mm-hmm. my hand or like whatever. Um, I needed to go through that experience. Um, but I, I would not say that, that it can't be rock bottom because this isn't my peak. Right. So, like, rock mm. bottom have to be relative and like I'm only going up. So like for this to be my rock bottom, like bitch, that was a sunny day. Like the worst is coming. Mm. Um, but my job is to make sure that I'm emotionally equipped as I go to do the work, to prepare me as I keep going up this peak, as opposed to like, I'm going and going and going. Cause then the fall is much harder. And before I was just going a thousand miles an hour and then I just fell. But as I go every mile that I go up, I'm checking my backpack to make sure that I have everything that I need. So that's like, the work that I'm doing, which is why I was like, I don't have anything to unpack today because like, I feel like I'm constantly doing that work instead mm-hmm. of like, oh my God, okay, here's the things that are like bugging right. me. You have to like right. check in regularly. Do you check in just like on solo walks? Do you journal? Like what? what's your way to check in with yourself? It's like, it's very small things. I'll buy myself flowers and that's my date, like going mm-hmm. to and from obviously getting my nails done. But mm-hmm. like, that's sort of like turned into like, a th- I found a way to market everything, which is my fucking problem no, we did your skill. Yeah, you're preaching mm-hmm. on the choir. Um, but yeah, it's going to get myself flowers. It's going to get myself that $6 latte that I can't quote afford, but like Uber is still Bitch, Uber. you're getting it anyway. Like yeah, Googling, right. 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 So um, it's really small things, but I don't, I personally don't believe in the like self-care day or the like, mm. mm-hmm. cause it just doesn't, it's never been sustainable for me. Mm-hmm. It's moment by moment. It's like small mindfulness moments. It's not like I have to block off a whole day. It's like, if I have 15 minutes between two meetings, mm-hmm. let me That's ground like myself in those 15. Like it's, it's the most, I don't know. I think it's the best way to create, way to, yeah, it's yeah. the best way to create a habit because if you're just constantly... Yeah. Like I want to implement that into my life and I think people listening should try that as well because I think sometimes when we don't do the little steps, 
-hmm. it can seem to have that one self-care day can seem so daunting and exhausting. And even the same way of like where you're like, I don't have something to unpack right now. Like sometimes I'm not saying this is the approach that you had with it, but I know that sometimes when people when even when I ask myself that question on this podcast, I'm like, ugh, I don't want to talk about it. You know, it can seem daunting. But if we're implementing these things into our day to day life, just in the same way, like you get up and go pee in the morning, which is something that like Jesse said on the last episode, like he meditate, he he tacks on his meditation after he goes to the bathroom in the morning. So it's like Mm -hmm. a step. It seems less daunting to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can implement it like, okay, so I knew that today was going to be a heavy Zoom or like screen presence. And so today is like $40 candle day. Yes. Mm-hmm. And their care like juice. A, exactly. It's a small thing. I don't yeah. need to go to the spa and do the whole like $200 treatment or I can mm-hmm. just like spread that $200 out throughout my like mm-hmm. two or three weeks. And that's me being super bougie and like what things make me feel good. It's my like coming soon lighter that I light my candle with and I have my little mm-hmm. carrot juice like yeah, that works for me. I need the daily small stimulation. I love, love, That's love not showy. That. Like, yeah. No, that's for me. you. And it could be anything. Like, maybe for us, it's, yeah, the $40 candle. For someone else, it's their fucking Pokemon cards. I don't know. But it's it's like yeah. investing in what makes you feel good in that small way that you bring those daily, those little fucking small things that spark joy. I hate that that came to my mind. But we got Marie Kondo on the brain. She's canceled Kondo. now, though. What happened to Marie Kondo? She didn't fucking work with you. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? What happened to Marie Kondo? Are you fucking what? Hello? <laughs> I'm like she's. Yeah, I freaking love you, bitch. I canceled her. No, yeah, bodyguard. no. <laughs> On my behalf, please. Duh. We ri- at dawn. We ride. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> she's out. Someone else is in. Ryer or whatever. Me canceling anybody. It is chess. Yeah. <laughs> checkers. Watch me and Marie Kondo be collabing like Snoop and Martha like this. Honestly, oh my god, that's gonna be the most iconic friendship since that friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, that woman, that woman walked into AD when I was still working there, and she came squad deep. She I know she fucking did. Her. I know she did. Wait, Marie or what's her name? No, Marie. Marie okay, Kondo. yeah, that's we're on first name. Oh, need a blue check. Marie. I'm showing up everywhere like Marie Kondo. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, you don't have what? They disrespect me, and it's fine. It's okay. I'll move to TikTok if you don't want me. It's fine. I don't want wait, to be wait, here. Wait, wait, you got a blue check on TikTok? No, I don't have one on Instagram. Every time a piece, I don't of either. Comes Bitch, out, you're so Googleable. Yeah, exactly. That's weird though, because you're all over the internet. How are you not? It's fine. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Her bio has Arc Digest, Vogue magazine, New York Times, and Headspace. What? Give me more characters. But it's fine when they give it to me. That's when I'll delete my account. Oh, God, I love And they you. won't even notice. I'm just talking. Wait, so it's it? already been an hour, so we need to let you go because you already don't feel good. But can you please come back? Because next time great. I think, you know what we should talk next time? Friendship. Because everyone asks us to talk about friendships. And if you're- The way her eyes just got so large. Exactly. <laughs> if, if you just went through this like dark time and then came out of it and then also are growing in real time with a relationship, I bet you have some shit to say about friendship breakups and growing up and adult female friendships and meeting on the internet. Like this is all our bread and butter. And I feel like this would be a very good topic to unpack with you. But like in person, let's go to New York, Meadow. <gasps> I'll go to New York any day. No, I'm coming there. Okay, oh, great. okay. That's fair. Yeah, it is a little <laughs> bit warmer out here right now. <laughs> I'm coming there. Please um, do. After yes, Mexico, just zip on up. What kind of life do you think? We were just talking about bills. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. She said just oh, zip no. on up. Oh, just Not zip, zip on up. Oh, Mariah. Hey, I'm next to my plant. You couldn't see, but I am next to a plant. No, I saw. I just, oh, I great. never 
call anyone's plans out unless they want to be called in. I am not showing I, you no, my I plans. Would, I would walk you around and show you every plane. My, I need to talk to you about my fiddle leaf fig. But I just, I can't. Day. Listen, I'm trying really hard. I'm trying really hard to have a green thumb. I told Meadow, I feel like California people, they're all just like fucking born with it. And like when are. I, when my plant dies, it dies out of love. Like I'm overwatering for sure. Like it's not okay. neglect, but like I'm trying. I talk to them. I'm like trying to have a mutual respect and understanding with them. Did you get the planta app? I'm telling you, if you just get something that has reminders and timers. No. She said immediately no. no. Immediately no. No, no planta Wait. app. Well, I just they sent you reminders. Isn't that helpful? No, they but it's not about the helpful. reminders. I don't need the they reminder. Do. I'm tending to her. I think I'm just no. You're tending to her, her too much, but yeah. that's why if you have a reminder that makes you not do it every day and do it every two weeks, I don't or do it every day. And then if I don't do it enough, then it looks dead. We can schedule a virtual session. I can tell you how much to water based on the pot that it's in, the type of soil that you use, may or may not have used. And also I can add you to my auto calendar of clients that I personally text and say water. Shut up. We're we're doing that. We're doing a joint session. I'm like, what's your rate? Yeah, we're doing a joint session. What's your Venmo? <laughs> what's your, uh, link us your Venmo. Guys, Tell us when you can FaceTime. We're mutually exchanging services. Just literally <laughs> on my site, book the thing, and I'll show up. Okay. <gasps> Great. Oh, wow. This is really well, good news for us. I'm so thrilled we made this happen. Thank you for taking an hour and 12 minutes out of your day to sit with us. Should we say bye to the people? Yeah. <laughs> bye. Okay. Um, okay, bye. Thanks so welcome. much for listening. Bye, on the stories and on TikTok. You'll see your girl on the FYP. That's what the kids are saying. That's it. Mariah's a healthy follow. When you go purge your Instagram account, make sure you refollow Mariah. Or not refollow or continue following. They already I'll follow do. her. They also, Instagram, do. give her a blue check. What the fuck? Yeah. It's annoying. It's actually annoying. It's okay. I'm keeping the app alive and they get to move around. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Thoughts Mayberry podcast every Monday.